What's up, guys? Hey, y'all. Welcome to State of Balance. This is Megan. And I'm Layla. And we are here <laughs> excited to chat with you guys um, because there is so much going so on, much all, going the on. Time. all the time. All the time, all the time. But particularly busy. right yeah. now with um, the new moon and the spring equinox coming in such close um, proximity to each other. Um, and you know, last week we talked about the spring equinox yeah. and how that brings a lot of, uh, refreshing new, uh, habits and thought patterns. But now with this added new moon, uh, that happened on Monday, uh, it really is bringing in this. So, so like in ancient times, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was said that the first new moon closest to the spring equinox is representative of a new year. And Um, that's really what it feels like right now. You know, it feels like a new year, like a new world. It's a new moon. It's a new season. It's a new us. I mean, we're caught up in this craziness right now. So we're needing to learn to really adapt. Um, So, yeah. How are you adapting right now? (laughs) Oh, man. Just like you said, planting new seeds (laughs) for them to grow later on. But, yeah, I mean, we just had our first you know, virtual yoga class. We did. And that was awesome. It was so um, much fun. If yeah. you guys joined, thanks so much for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of fun reading it and we'll most likely be doing another one within the next week or so so we'll um, add that to the the website and oh, yeah. our social media sites as well yeah just um, gotta keep an eye on that mm-hmm. but it was definitely a good mindful flow and meditation for folks to uh, come into this fresh start and um, you know feel like they can go uh, into this uncertain time with some type of intentionality uh, some and type purpose. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. We really, that's how we, in a way, created the mindful flow and meditation because with each um, pose that we introduced, like we made sure that there was, you know, purpose for it. Like we mm-hmm. were um, more focused on like the stretch and how it feels for your body, like because each of mm-hmm. our bodies are different mm-hmm. um, and respecting, you know, your boundary and understanding like where the limit is within your own self. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just like, and when really, to when to just breathe through it, even if it kind of sucks, right? Like even if you're in a really tight spot and you're, and you're feeling that kind of tension, just breathing through it anyway, and noticing what happens after you you take some of that time to to breathe and find a sweet spot. Yeah, um, we just really enjoyed. Um, also, just slowing it down. A lot of times we mm-hmm. attend like yoga classes that are a little bit more high speed energy, yeah. and we really wanted to put something out there that was a little bit more still mindful and just making everyone realize like the stillness in life definitely um, has meaning and purpose and that the spaces in between are just as meaningful, you know, really, totally. And uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, the lockdown going on for sure. Uh, I mean, in Austin, it's only been, uh, you know, just a week or so that we've been doing this shelter in place. Yeah. So, um, it's pretty new. Adapt into that. We can only go out for some groceries or yeah, appointments, yeah. but you yeah. know, somehow we make it work to come together. Though we do. We only live, luckily we're like na- yeah, neighbors. We're, we're like neighbors, so we just yeah. We just I, I can't imagine like not being able to hang out, <laughs> um, but with, <laughs> with each other. But but yeah, it is. It is. You know, it's something that we all have to get used to. Um, yeah. For a we've little been, bit, we've been adjusting. We did. You know, it's kind of some like fun, lighthearted things just to like go back to. Like I've been, mm-hmm. you know, 
Right. Like, doing what, some, what have you been doing? doing? Some fun things. I'm <laughs> laughing because I'm just laughing. Uh, actually, me and my partner were skating. So oh, look we, at you guys. Yeah, he got a skateboard. And so that was That's really fun. fun. Um, <laughs> so I actually took a big fall and um, scratched up my bum, but it's Damn. okay. Damn, <laughs> it's about the ups and downs. It now. is. Um, it is. Yeah, and getting but, back to the, the basics in a way, getting back yeah. to the simple things. That's kind of what it feels like. Like, everybody's talking about, you know, just being outside more mm-hmm. and um, going out to the park, just laying on the grass and feeling like a kid again, which is so true. Nice, Didn't you say know? you went to do like basketball or something? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I was going out there, girl. I was like, I need to find ways to like be active and be outside and just move my body right yeah, now. So I was like, you know, important. playing basketball. I went to the park and played soccer with some friends. Like, it just feels fun to like be active and a kid again and not worry so much about like oh I have like this to be an adult and have, you know so hopefully you know some good is coming out of this I think for folks I think so too I mean with that being said like I feel like a lot of people are spending more time in the home right so how has that been you know cohabitating and with your mm. significant other don't you feel like it could be placing some mm. um Tension, maybe. Yeah, or, some ten- not know. just tension, just like some new things that they're hitting. Perhaps uh-huh. you know, yeah, sure. just like some new discoveries sure. that you're making with people that you're living with or your mm-hmm. partner. Um, uh-huh. Kind of just wanted to dive dive into that, see how you guys yeah. would like to talk about mm-hmm. boundaries. <laughs> um, Speaking of, yeah, it's true. I mean, I have uh, heard a few friends that have been mentioning how you know they have not spent this much time living. Um, day in and day out with their significant others, you know, because they're normally going to work yeah. or doing other things. And so right now, like having to really cohabitate so closely and for such an extended amount of time, mm-hmm. that could, you know, definitely work some people up. Yeah, it's I'm going to provide some comic relief here, but not, that's actually not funny, but yeah. I thought it was funny just because I have kind of like a weird sense of humor mm-hmm. but I saw like um just in general like the news like the divorce rate is like going up because oh, of the virus shit. I was like damn, damn that's pretty serious oh shoot um, so I know, hope that's not yeah I, I know I mean, so with that being said we don't want mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. not what we want to that's not yeah we it's wanna, like how do we still like work on ourselves um and making sure that we're having good boundaries despite the fact that we're around some of our loved ones so much more right yeah. now. Because um, it's a lot of energy. It is. To be taken in like our own and other other people around us. It's a lot mm-hmm. going on. You know? Yeah. And, and especially when, you know, folks are dealing with a lot of the uncertainty and, uh, you know, folks are becoming unemployed. Like that's really scary, you know, so financial issues and, and struggles and then dealing with that stress in the house, like over and over can, can be, can really put a lot of, can be very taxing, I think on ourselves. So, um, you know, we figured boundaries, uh, is something that having boundaries, but also being compassionate at the same time is something we really wanted to touch on today. Um, yeah, I mean, let's kind of like break it down, slow it down though. Like what, Mm -hmm. what do we think boundaries are anyways? You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like for me, boundaries are in a way you truly knowing yourself and your needs Mm. and putting that before others, Mm. but only to be able to take care of them as well. Right. So it implicates all people involved, Uh but it's begins with knowing and truly understanding like what you need, what's your limit Mm. um, so that you can provide that truth and honesty to other people around you for them, you know, to acknowledge that as well. So they have that opportunity to 
meet your boundary or to not, Uh you know? Interesting. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I think like, um, when I think about boundaries, I definitely think of, of that. Like, how do you take care? How do we take care of ourselves first? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think of that example of, um, on an airplane, right? Mm -hmm. The air mask comes on, comes out and you put on your air air mask first before Mm -hmm. you put it on a child or someone else, right? So it's that idea of really you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. You can't give from an empty cup. You have to have a nice full cup so you can give to others. Right. Yeah, I I really think it's so true. I think boundaries allow us to, you know, in a way just love ourselves better and, Mm -hmm. you know, raise our self-esteem, our self-compassion, all that that goodness. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, we can... Um, not only acknowledge our own needs, but see if those, if others around us want to, you know, be response, responsive and be understanding of them. Exactly. I think I just said that, but it's exactly. uh, reiterating. Yeah, reiterate. Why not? Um, but to me, I guess a visual, because you just said your example, I feel like a visual representation would be a fence, basically, mm-hmm. like a fence around your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would kind of make this like a wooded fence yeah. or like <laughs> it a could metal be fence. Technically <laughs> any type of fence. Yeah. As long as it's not a wall. So okay. like there's cool. walls versus fences, right? And a uh-huh. lot of times we when we're going through some dark dark times in our life, we could put up walls. I mean, I still mm-hmm. to this day could perhaps accidentally even put one up. You know, mm-hmm. we're all still learning. Mm-hmm. But you know, instead of putting a wall up, boundary is a fence. And the fence is more like, you know, peaceful like coexisting like people can see mm-hmm. through the fence you know mm-hmm. and where you stand on your issues mm-hmm. however like the walls instead are keeping people out they can't mm-hmm. you know the other people on the other side can't really see you until you yeah. decide to let them in so it's uh-huh. kind of like on your terms it's more like huh. um strict versus like the fence is like yeah. allowing for people to like see who you are cool. yet you still have the to protect that you know for sure for sure and I really like, like that. that it's a little bit yeah. more flexible mm-hmm. yeah than like the cement <laughs> hard wall yeah. yeah that's like like just it's you're not at all capable of of moving into like, yeah okay. actually yeah when you when you bring that up it, it makes sense like if you even think if you're evolving your boundaries are changing imagine like if you want to move the fence you can technically just lift it up mm-hmm. out of the ground put it a little further or inward or whatever, uh-huh. but a wall, you literally have Can't to deconstruct everything. So Ooh. it's like way more inflexible. Mm. Um, fence is definitely more flexible. Fence, yeah. <laughs> fence makes a lot more sense. I like that. Yeah. And so, I mean, when we think of boundaries, you know, why, if, if we know that boundaries is really good for us, if we know that we have to take care of ourselves first, why is it so difficult you know, yeah, it's, it seems like it's really hard. I think, you know, especially for women at times, mm-hmm. right. Um, we are told like, you know, we always have to be sweet and kind and nice and, you know, be a good girl, quote unquote. And AKA that means it yeah. seems as though it means that we're, we're having to put others before ourselves, before mm-hmm. our own needs, put others needs before our own. And so, you know, so that can be, um, yeah. That can be contradictory. I think people right. see it as right. Um, and when we look back at you know, like evolutionary wise, it makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. you know back in the day, those that were in a good tribe um, were really protected by um, you know, let's say they they just had a greater chance of survival because um, they weren't going to be attacked by enemies or by yeah. animals because they had that good tribe around them, and so. But if they, like, complied with others, they mm-hmm. weren't going to get attacked, right? So, like, if exactly. they were just, like, 
chill, passive, like not really like setting stern um, yes. demands, you're yes. saying, then they would. Sure. Well, yeah, in a way it's like, it, it's, we, we came from that primal mm. urge of wanting to be liked by everyone. Right. And so in a way still our livelihoods depend on our ability to be well liked and to be, you know, to have tons of friends, Mm -hmm. but it seems contradictory to have these, those things to have friends to be well liked and to have good boundaries to know when to say no, putting yourself first, et cetera, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I I can see that. And what do you think would be compassionate then? Yeah. Yeah. So to be compassionate more so would be, for instance, Brene Brown, right? Famous author. Mm. Uh, you know, she's done decades and decades of research on shame and fear and love. And uh, what she found in her studies were that was that the most compassionate people were also the most boundary people, wow. right? And I love, I love that. I love that that quote where she says, you know, because of that, because of this research that she's done, she says. I'm not as sweet anymore, but I am a lot more loving. I totally understand that. I feel mm-hmm. that once you can really be understanding of your needs in that way, you can be loving of others, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you have that relationship with yourself, it sets a tone for the relationship with others. So yeah. if you have that compassion, love um, for yourself, mm-hmm. and then you also you know, set those boundaries mm-hmm. so like like they work together, right? Yes. So you're having the self-compassion for yourself and like perhaps the trigger or perhaps anything that could be intertwined with why you have the boundary, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the self-compassion for that, but mm-hmm. then you um, present it to others and perhaps yourself or anybody, right? Mm-hmm. You present the boundary with more of like a consequence or just like more strictness. Like you mm-hmm. present it and you're like, hey, actually I'm not okay with that. Yes. Right? Totally. And being okay with saying that Mm -hmm. to someone and not taking on their responsiveness to that. Like Mm -hmm. if they're not okay, if if they feel, if that made them feel a certain way and not good, that is on them. True. Yeah. I feel like it's, that's also something that encompasses in this whole process that when you express your boundary, when you express uh, your feeling about something, if they're not coming to an understanding with you, then that's not about you, honestly, you know, and a lot of times you can feel offended, like, oh my gosh, did I do something wrong? And that's just like the practice of um, compassion and the practice of setting the boundaries that not like when we're breaking a pattern and when we're trying to um, set a new tone for our lives, it's going to be kind of pushing against you in a way Mm -hmm. when you're making those changes, because you know why it's the yeah. ego's coming out and saying like, Hey, um, actually, <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? I know. It's, it, it's true. I'm making it comic relief, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's true. When you're making those changes, a lot of times there can be something that pushes against you and tries yeah. to make you see like, are you, mm-hmm. you know, firm about it? And yes, I am firm about it. So right. we just got to keep trucking. We just got to keep going. <laughs> keep exactly. putting them out there. Keep practicing, keep practicing um, it, letting it be, um, almost like an invitation for others to come to their own higher selves, right? And not coming from a place of being offended. Yeah, I do see like when you present your needs to other people, they it's definitely like an opportunity for them to either meet you there or 
honestly, perhaps leave them behind mm-hmm. until they're ready to meet you there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that, definitely that opportunity, that invitation for others to meet their higher self, like you said. Mm. Right on. You know, for instance, with friends, we, mm. I think when we're younger, we're also used to like having such similar lifestyles and similar ways of being. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, we recognize that it's okay to have different lifestyles and it's okay to like live differently. For instance, like I know I, I you know, stopped drinking, you know, mm-hmm. as much as I used to. And um, yeah, there were certain friends that fell out of my life because of that. And I'd just yeah. be okay with that, right? Um, noticing that there could be that friction there when you start leading a different lifestyle, um, but that doesn't have to be, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like luckily I have found a lot of uh, friends now who, I mean, yeah, they still may drink and whatever, that's totally fine. Um, but, you know, they respect the fact that uh, that I don't really, I mean, they'll offer me like, hey, do you want some? I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. You know, and that's it. It doesn't become a whole big thing like, oh, why aren't you drinking? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. You're making me feel like a certain way because I drink. And it's like, no, it's my choice. It doesn't have to right. be anything more than that. That's setting a boundary within itself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like just because, you know, as we grow and evolve, like we can diverge in those lifestyles, but that doesn't mean that we can't be friends with someone who doesn't have the same lifestyle. It just means that they have to have the ability to be okay with our lifestyle as well. Like mm-hmm. each to mm-hmm. each other, you know, and I, I don't feel like if there isn't that understanding or respect, then truly then there w- wouldn't be a healthy friendship. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And I, I feel like if they have this certain expectation or this feeling upon us and it's not really our upon us to live up to that. It's no. just in their head. Right. No, totally. Um, Exactly. It's kind of like, yeah, how do we hold space for both like being able to live a certain lifestyle and allowing someone very close to us to live a different lifestyle right next to Mm -hmm. us, right? It's allowing that space. Um, And that with that comes a lot of respect, you Mm -hmm. know? And so the more that we have those people in our lives that respect us and our lifestyles, regardless of how different they are, um, then it becomes a very like healthy, you know, good, loving type of relationship. Cause it's like, Oh, like I recognize that you live this way and I still love you anyway, mm-hmm. because I know how I live and I love me. And it's in a way weird. that's like kind of uh, the unconditional love and friendship, you know, cause totally. if, it, if they don't agree with your lifestyle or whatever, that's conditional. And then mm. we can have a whole podcast topic oh, on yeah. that. But they I mean, will. just to, <laughs> just to insert it right here I definitely think um Mm -hmm. it's definitely conditional if they're not like understanding and respecting of that Mm -hmm. and it could be their own problem that we have to come to terms with as well like if they Mm -hmm. um for some reason don't feel like in alignment with with you or we don't feel alignment with them it just Mm -hmm. means that they're not meant to be on our journey Mm -hmm. right now and it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they'll never be it's just that they're not ready to meet us there yes at the higher self or the or whatever boundary we have provided they're perhaps may not be ready and that's that's okay we just have to understand that whatever's going on with them is about them and it's not about us and yes. we don't need to take it personally totally um yeah we at, don't. yeah at times it could be even be it can even be hard to be friends or be in a relationship with someone who's not completely aligned with you mm-hmm. you know and I'm just trying to be empathic here and yeah. take on to see like what um that could mean for them and I, I feel that like if I were to put myself in that in their shoes, it would kind of mean that it could be threatening in a way. Mm. Um, it could maybe perhaps make them question what they're doing mm. if they don't have good boundaries, right? Sure. They could be 
threatened or feeling guilty or just not feeling right about what they're doing by yeah. seeing what we're doing. Totally. Um, and it's just like, you know, maybe recognizing that maybe having a heart to heart, right. With our friends even. And, you know, if, if we're in a place where we can see this happening from afar, maybe like uh, taking that opportunity to have that heart to heart and be like, Boo, what's up? Like, this is nothing against you. You know, this is not personal. This is just me. This is the way that I live. Like, I hope that you can be okay with that because I'm okay with you and I'm okay with your life. So, you know. I mean, and then it comes to, yeah, it sucks because, and sometimes we could possibly be scared of Mm -hmm. taking the risk of Mm -hmm. disappointing someone or just letting them down. Like, yeah, I'm not your drinking buddy anymore or I'm not Mm -hmm. blank anymore to you. Yeah. And we just have to have the courage and like fearlessness to, to just take that risk. Right. Like Absolutely. we got to put ourselves first to love ourselves. Absolutely. And even if there's a risk of disappointing other people. Right? Yep. Yep. That's what good vanities are. That's what being self-compassionate is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the way honestly to live a more fulfilling and aligned life. Right. Mm-hmm. Because by living your truth, um, you can ask someone else to, live in their truth and together we can there live in truthfulness go. let's, let's I mean, live a wholehearted full happy geez. life together yeah I mean it's it's true right though on. I mean I'm laughing just because it's no it's just it's, like a crazy realization for all mm-hmm. of us here that mm-hmm. a way to live that fulfilling aligned life is mm-hmm. to live the truth mm-hmm. um invite others to do the same yeah because technically let's imagine that we weren't being truthful about our boundary and our limit and our trigger and whatever else is intertwined right we may be attracting technically not necessarily the wrong person, but just someone who's not as aligned with you. Right. Mm. Like even if partners and mm-hmm. um, yeah. relationships, like if we're, if you're not being honest about what you really need, mm-hmm. um, that could be misleading in a way. Cause oh, if you're sure. really wanting commitment, however, the person, the partner or person that you're talking to is like, no, Right. I prefer to just keep things casual, but then you're like, no, that's actually true. I can keep it casual. I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, but then inside, inside you're, you're like, no, I need commitment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just using this as an example in relationships just because that is something um, that's misleading. That's and then we get hurt in the long run if we're wanting commitment, but we're just pers- pretending to be like, no, it's casual. Like I'm fine. Yeah. So, and that's where a lot of that self-awareness comes mm-hmm. in and noticing what we want. That's a really good point too. That yeah. I think we all like, it's just make that mistake at some point, you know, oh, yeah, we're, totally. we're so busy trying to, you know, appease, appease others and, and just make it fine, mm-hmm. like casual, but it's just like in the long run, it's going to be better and healthier for everyone, especially yourself. If you're straight up about what you need, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. others will either meet you there or they won't. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Right. We just totally have to be okay. in our last episode, we talked about surrendering, yeah. just gotta surrender to like, what's going to happen. Like let go the mm-hmm. need to control it. Mm-hmm. So, and by doing that, we're being a lot more loving to ourselves, to others. Yeah. Loving to ourselves and others, and also just living in truth and freedom, you know, mm. because a lot of times like, right on. yeah, like the relationship we have with others, if we're an empath, mm-hmm. it can be very hard to have these feelings and mm. boundaries with other people just because we care so much. And mm-hmm. if we don't have those proper boundaries, mm. it'll end up hurting us you know yeah and I think I mean I see what you're saying because it's really specifically for folks that are very empathic that are HSP you know highly sensitive people which I know we definitely Mm -hmm. are so that just means that because we know that that is our state of being 
we do need boundaries even more so Mm -hmm. because we take on so many emotions of others as our own. And we need to learn how to like set that boundary, set that fence up and know, okay, these are your hurt feelings. They are not mine. You can, you know, deal with that and I'll be right here. Yeah. And cause in a way by having the boundary, we can have more, um, more space for other people because as empaths, you either go right or left, right? As in like, maybe Mm -hmm. you're like, whoa, this is way too much for me. You just stop altogether Mm -hmm. or left. Like we can pivot, we can set some boundaries and still be there for other people. Right. Mm -hmm. And being there for other people, we can have that emotional freedom for ourselves. If we understand that there's emotional separation. And what I mean by emotional separation is just that we're clear upon their feelings and Mm -hmm. our feelings and knowing that, you know, it's a whole separate situation and we're not accidentally like taking it on or feeling responsible and then feeling like in a sense guilt tripped or whatever for not being there all the time. And in a way that's like, if, if we're not okay with always like giving and giving, giving like that could be like, because they're just pushing or breaking our boundary that we're not being clear about, you know? Mm. And this in a sense is allowing them to kind of control you, you know, wow. like indirectly control you by, yeah. Yeah. And, so much. and in a way we don't want to do the same thing to them. So we don't want to control them, but we want to control our response. Mm-hmm. So how do we stop being controlled by other people? We don't just control them back, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't do a uh, fight fire with fire. Mm-hmm. So what I would think is that mm-hmm. in order for them to stop controlling me, I'm not going to control them, but I'm going to control how I respond. Mm -hmm. So the next time someone tries to break my boundary or, you know, push my limit, I'm going to put my fence right there and say, hey, actually, um, I'm not comfortable. Yeah. So being vocal. Right on. And that is that within itself is a huge feat to like be vocal about Mm -hmm. our feelings in that way, you know, um, because it is a super vulnerable thing. And most people would just be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, whatever. I'll just be passive aggressive about this. But no, it it then, you know, stumbles into, it it rolls into a bigger issue later on. Right. That, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, I feel like in all relationships, like if you were just straight up to begin with, like we just said this, but we're Mm kind of going into it more right now. Um, If we're just honest to begin with, right, we won't have to go through the passive aggressive, passive aggressiveness, like you just said, Mm -hmm. we can just ignore that altogether mm-hmm. and just directly talk about the problem yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's almost like the, a way to make sure that we do that is to bring it all back is to go back to putting our, our air mask on first, putting our face mask on first before we put on to others. Right. So taking care of ourselves first means that we're coming from that place of abundance and abundance. We have it all rather than coming from a lacking of, Right. And so that transmutes into everything else in our lives, the way that we talk to people, the way that we treat people, the way that others treat us, et cetera, is going to be based around that idea of abundance because we take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like living from that place of abundance and truly loving ourselves, I think is the key is the answer. Mm -hmm. And at times, like if we do kind of hit a hurdle and we're not, you know, feeling confident in setting those boundaries. Like I have found an affirmation that could be very helpful Mm. to you all. And it's helpful to myself and Layla too. Um, But it goes, I respect and love myself enough to recognize when something isn't healthy for me. 
and I am confident enough to set clear boundaries to protect myself. Wow. And this affirmation just helps me a lot on this journey on in this lifetime um, throughout my, all my relationships in my life. I feel that, you know, when you're having a partner and a friendship, it's not their responsibility to take care of you mm-hmm. and to take care of us, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like right it weight, it lifts a weight off the shoulders of, you know, the other partner. And then if they have clear boundaries, it lifts the weight off of your shoulders as in like mm-hmm. you guys can have, mutually a happy relationship or friendship without having the need to like in a sense like take care and be responsible you know for their healing because in a way like that healing and setting those boundaries it's up to us Mm. it's in our court the ball is in our court to do so and to initiate those um and i i think it enriches uh all the relationships I have right now, you know, including, you know, with, with my partner, I I think it has really enhanced, um, everything because if I'm clear about what I need and how I'm feeling, then they don't need to like read minds. Yeah. I've definitely been there in other relationships where, uh, it's just mind games because you you don't want to be honest. You don't want to be vulnerable to say your boundaries. And then it, it doesn't become productive. It's not healthy and it doesn't go anywhere. It's just goes in circles. But wow. if you want to move out of that, mm-hmm. be clear upon your intentions and what you need with, you know, your partner in a relationship, because that will yield to authenticity and just a, a loving relationship between the two of you guys. You know? Absolutely. And it's back to that self-compassion mm-hmm. because you're loving enough of yourself to express those feelings, know that those feelings are valid and, and vocalize them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, for sure. I love that. I mean, I think, you know, for me, when I think of um, when I really started living with good, clear boundaries, right. Um, was again, like I mentioned the Tara Brock book um, because I started doing so much work on self-acceptance and self-compassion, I was recognizing all the areas in my life where I was doing so many things for other people. Like I was Mm. so focused on being a people pleaser. I was so focused on, you know, um, doing the right thing, quote unquote, and um, being what everyone wanted me to be. But it's funny how when I started reading more about this compassion work and having more boundaries, I realized that I didn't have to live my life for anybody else but myself. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I really hope that people take from this is that we can um, love ourselves enough to have those boundaries. And having those boundaries is giving an invitation for others to love themselves too and set those boundaries for themselves. I agree. I feel like this is a perfect time to, you know, in a way reestablish how we can um, give concrete boundaries to people. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you say and stand up for an important issue, you know, knowing how you want to be treated and clearly saying that to other people, because if you clearly understand how, if, if it's not clear to you, then it won't be clear to other people. Right. Mm. After that, we can test boundaries because we're always evolving and our priorities can change and shift over time. Mm -hmm. So just keep questioning your, not questioning yourself, but just be open-minded to following up with the boundaries that you have had previously. Mm. See if they're still intact, if you still believe them, or if you need to implement new ones. Just keeping in check with how you truly feel about that. If 
wow. they're still holding to be true. Yeah. And then lastly, being vocal and firm. And if they, if the other people will respect and understand you, mm-hmm. that they will, you know, also pivot and meet you there. Right? Wow. So that's like the three, um, really just how to establish boundaries that I'm awesome. Really kind of like, wow. thinking and that, that takes a lot, dude. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, that takes a lot of self inquiry. Yeah. And it reminds me of Marianne Williamson and the way that she talks about this she says, you know, it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage to endure this, these sharp pains of self-discovery, right? Uh, rather than to choose to take the dull pain of unconsciousness that would last the rest of our lives. I love that so much. And I, I do believe in living a, a more conscious and aware life, you know, and, and to do that, we do need to be clear upon how we truly feel about ourselves, our boundaries, our choices and our values. And we need to own up to them. We can't stay silent. You know, sure. we have to own up and use our voice that we are given in this human experience that we can vo- vocalize and be firm upon who we are in this world and who we want around us. You know, right on. don't want to be, we cannot fear boundaries mm-hmm. as hard as they can be in the beginning to establish them, they're worth um, understanding and they're worth putting up. Yeah. Fence is worth putting up. Yeah. Let's, let's put up those fences, you know, let's, let's choose consciousness. Um, And of course, lastly, you know, let's take care of ourselves and let's take care of each other. Yes. Until next time, guys. See y'all. Bye. From what we've learned, to what we're continuously learning. Can we begin to cultivate and nurture a harmonious state of balance? To take part in this conscious community, go to estateofbalance.com where we will spread awareness on in-depth mindfulness and meditation practices. With harmonious balance and lots of love, thanks for listening.